the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me those ears. Today, I want to talk motivation. What motivates people? I often hear this question, Victor, how do I motivate my people? Now, what I want to do is say, that's a good question, but here's a better one. Why aren't my people motivated? What's holding them back? I've come up with three categories of what holds people back from being motivated. Let's go through them. The first one is fear. The second one is apathy. The third one is skepticism. Let's break it down. If we look at why someone's not motivated, let's look at the symptoms, what we're seeing. We might see somebody who's not on time, right? Always arriving late for work or late for a meeting, whatever. There's no timeliness. Maybe they don't follow instructions. Maybe you've told them to enter data into the CRM. They're still not doing it. Or they're not following through. They're not following instructions. They seem lazy. They're procrastinating. They're depressed. They're argumentative. Always want to argue. They're really negative. They're cynical. They can even exhibit destructive behavior like they are, they're drinking, uh, arriving late, whatever it may be. They're uncooperative. They refuse to be held accountable. Quality of work is lacking. They're anxious and nervous all the time. Does this describe some of your employees? In other words, look at all these different symptoms, and I've realized that they really do fall under one of these three categories or maybe two. For example, the first one, let's go with fear. Sometimes people don't know what to do or how to do it more specifically, which is why they're not motivated to do something. So how do we solve that? Well, what we need to do is make sure they're trained and we show them step-by-step how to do it. I had a client yesterday on a coaching call and one of the things they talked about is why certain salespeople weren't executing, for example, cold calls, to which I then asked a question, what do they have in front of them in terms of a roadmap of what they need to do? For example, scripts, cadences, blocking or handling objections, what do they have? And I got a bunch of hiccups like, you know, uh, well, you know, not clear. In other words, the fear from cold calling in this case could be simply because they don't know how, keyword, how to do it. Our job as managers is to show them how, give them the roadmap. Number two for not being motivated could be apathy. When you don't see value in what you're doing, When you don't see how it can help you or even the company, you become very apathetic, which means you don't care. It's meaningless. It doesn't mean anything. In other words, you say to yourself, well, why should I do anything? They're not even going to use it. Why should I contribute when they never really take any of my ideas? In other words, people become very apathetic. What's the solution there? Is to begin to connect the task that the individual is doing with the outcome and the value of what they're actually doing. In other words, if I'm making cold calls, let's just stick on that t- to that topic. If I'm doing cold calling, I need to know that the results are gonna be at the other end. What is the value of these cold calls? If I know how to do them because I've overcome my fear, now I wanna be involved, but I need to know what the value is. Sometimes what we do and what we get are not connected. Let me say that again because it's important. Sometimes what we do is not connected to what we get. We are creatures of self-interest. In other words, when we do something, it's because it's gonna serve us. And if we don't see how it serves us, we become apathetic. We don't see the big why. And so we just kind of push back. So 
Managers, listen carefully. If you have somebody who's apathetic, in other words, they're just not into it, they see this as meaningless, they don't see any purpose, they don't have a big why, our job is to show them the why, create the value connection between what they do and what they'll get. Number three, third topic and final, skepticism. Ooh, that's a big killer. Sometimes people are not motivated because they simply don't believe that it's really gonna work. In other words, they have doubts. They've tried something like this in the past and it never worked, so they're really skeptical. They've had bad experiences, they're really skeptical. So when someone is a skeptic, what they're saying is, I don't think that's gonna work. I don't think this plan is really executable and will, in in the end, give us the results we want. The job of a manager is to reduce that skepticism by showing them how it can work and how it is possible to be successful. So again, We have to manage three categories. I call them three mental breaks when it comes to motivation. Mental breaks in the sense like a car, it's holding them back. And a lot of people have one, two, maybe all three mental breaks pushed down. Fear, apathy, and skepticism. Our job as managers is to release those breaks, help them overcome their fear, Instead of being apathetic, in other words, not caring, we make them care by showing them value. And if they're skeptics, let's show them that it can be done and it has been done and we can prove it to them and that will motivate them. So again, let's release those three mental breaks, fear, apathy, and skepticism, and you will see that your teammates will be motivated. On that note, this is Victor Antonio signing off. Check out the website, salesvelocityacademy.com. We have some new courses on how to sell more faster. And as always, leave me feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you're listening. I do appreciate you. On that note, Victor Antonio again, signing off, always reminding you, selenate hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.